tonight's top story. A stunning headline. Top stories. Now to a story a lot of people are talking about. The new year is almost here. Can you believe it? So we're counting down some of our favorite things from 2021. Today, we're sharing our picks for the biggest news stories of the year. I'm Bethany Van Delft. It's Thursday, December 30th, and this is the 10 News Top Picks. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. The Week Junior is a news magazine that keeps kids up to date on what's happening in the world. And get this, they have a junior council made up of cool kids who are interested in journalism. We sat down with junior council member, 13-year-old Arav, who shared the findings of the Week Junior's Voices survey. So thank you so much for joining us. We're so excited to talk with you. Could you introduce yourself to our listeners? Yeah, so I'm Arav. I'm part of the, uh, the Week Junior Council at The Week Junior. Um, so really what uh, the Week Junior Council is, is that it's more of a way for like people or kids between 8 and 14 can really express themselves. As for me, uh, I'm 13. I have a dog, Maverick, and I have two siblings. Um, but outside of there, not really too much that's super interesting. I mean, that already sounds super interesting. Tell us a little bit about The Week Junior. I know it's a weekly magazine for keeping kids 8 to 14 informed about the latest news around the world. What What do you like about the magazine? So what I think really like wrapped me in to The Week Junior is that it's more like politically neutral, right? Like you don't have to listen to, oh my God, the Democrats are so bad. Oh my God, the Republicans are so bad. Um, and it also doesn't really like uh, have that like attitude of the world's going to end tomorrow. Um, it's more of just, okay, here's a positive, here's a negative. How can you help? And then it also has more like, you know, fun like pages, right? Um, one thing that I really like liked about it or when I first saw the magazine was probably um, a section on page eight, uh, which is called The Big Debate. So every week they give out a different question and you can respond to whether you agree or disagree, but they give out the, uh, the prior week's response um, every other week too. So I think that is probably um, what I liked about The Week Junior the most. That is such a fantastic way to start a conversation. Really, I love that. So you mentioned that you are on the council, that you're a member of the junior council. So you described the junior council a little bit. Could you tell us what do you do on the council and what's it like to serve on a council? So for the council, really, what it is, is you learn about like journalism. You learn about other people. You learn about what you can do as a journalist. So the Week Junior Council at the Week Junior is really about you know, trying to develop yourself into a journalist. Um, but the Week Junior Council, more about, you know, learning about journalism. And really, you get to uh, meet a lot of fun people. Oh, my goodness. That's so cool. You get this, like, life experience there and and get to have fun, too. Do you get uh, experience serving on a council with other people? Like, I know when you're working in a group like that, you have to be able to, um, you know, get along with people and communicate well with people and be respectful. Are those things that that you learn there at the council? Absolutely. So it's it's very, like, different age group between 8 and 14. So that's obviously, you know, a large age group to work with, but you have to know what everybody's interest is. And developing it and mixing it can lead to very interesting stories. Um, 
for example, you know, we were talking about uh, how to solve food insecurity and hunger and everybody had their own different stance, but you have to find the common ground in between that to see, okay, what is the solution? How can we write this? How can we inform everybody in the WeChainer community? This is really important to learn. You're learning it at at such a an important age. You know, there are grownups, as you know, who can't do this. So what a cool, cool opportunity and a cool thing. So the Week Junior put out this cool survey that asked kids what they wish adults knew. What were some of the biggest findings of that survey? So I think the two big points that I really think that are important are that 75% of kids uh, believe their actions can make a positive uh, difference in the world. And 82% of kids who answered that survey say they don't feel heard and wish adults would listen more. So I really don't like the second part. And you see how those two numbers are right next to each other, right? Because you have this these people who want to change the world, but they're not really um, they're not really admired or you know acknowledged, empowered, yeah, yeah, by adults. So like what I said, what I think at least is that I have seen the world around me where it's like there's this like dispute between generations. So I think that really that division has like really like set. It's not really setting apart, but it's minimizing the amount that everybody can achieve. And, you know, when kids get involved earlier, right, when kids get involved in the world, they can actually have, like, bigger impacts than the, like, you know, older adults that get involved, right? Like, young people can't really get their voices heard enough. Do you have any advice for our tenors on how to share their opinions with the adults in their lives? So if you want to express yourself to adults more, then you might want to try to, you know, seem to have more knowledge on it, right? Because if somebody comes up to you with just an idea, that's not as effective as, okay, here's a plan to how I can execute this. Do you have any advice? In that sense, adults might listen to you more, right? Because what often happens in the real world is that, okay, well, you might, it might be good for you, but what's in it for me, right? It's really, you know, about backing up your ideas, backing up um, what you have to say. And then if adults don't listen to you there, just push for it, right? Really, it's about pushing for it. I love that. That's such great advice. Arv, thank you so, so much once again for joining us. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks, Arv. So great talking to you. If you'd like to learn more about The Week Junior Magazine or The Junior Council, check out our show notes for the links. Up next, it's time for the 10 News Top Picks of 2021 in, drumroll please, Biggest News. The Capitol Insurrection. On January 6th, a violent mob broke into Congress to try to stop the transfer of power from President Trump to President Biden. Trump supporters were wrongly told that the results of the election were tampered with and encouraged to do something about it. Representatives and senators had to flee the building. Investigations, trials, and arrests are ongoing for the people who participated in the violence that day. 
Joe Biden and Kamala Harris sworn in as president and vice president. I, Joseph Robinette Biden Jr., do solemnly swear that I will faithfully execute office of president of the United States. Kamala Harris was the first woman and the first black person and person of Indian descent to become vice president. Lady Gaga and Jennifer Lopez performed, and Amanda Gorman, the youngest inaugural poet in U.S. history, delivered an inauguration poem. What a day it was. A boat caused big headaches. This is not the view you want when navigating the Suez Canal. The Suez Canal was blocked in March by an enormous container ship called the Ever Given. It took six days to get unstuck. The delays cost over $9 billion. And there's a new sea shanty on TikTok all about it. COVID vaccines became widely available. Breaking news. Pharmaceuticals giant Pfizer has announced that its anti-coronavirus vaccine is 90% effective. In April 2021, COVID vaccines became available for all adults in the U.S. And in May, kids over 12 were included. And at the very end of October, 5 to 11-year-old vaccines were approved. Finally! Earth got a bad report card. We come to Glasgow with global ambition to save our people and to save our planet. But we now find three gaps. The UN's report on climate change came out in August and it urged the world to take action. And some strides were made at the COP26 meeting of world leaders. The Olympics. The final event in women's gymnastics has become the most anticipated event of the Games. The 2021 Summer Olympics were held in Tokyo, Japan after months of delays due to COVID. The U.S. took home the most medals, 113 total, and most of them were won by women. Yay us. Simone Biles got the very dangerous twisties and had to pull out of a few events, but she helped promote mental health care for the athletes. Tech went big. The economy of Roblox is moving to over half a billion a year. Roblox stock became available to the public and the company's value is growing. NFTs exploded after an artist called Beeple sold an artwork as an NFT for $69 million. And cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin, Dogecoin, Polkadot and Tether are worth trillions of dollars. The U.S. left Afghanistan. After a 20-year military presence in Afghanistan, U.S. troops withdrew and the Taliban took control. There are great fears that hard-won women's rights will be taken away and many girls' schools have been forced to close already. Billionaires raced to space. And there it is. You can see it right there. That red flare off in the distance. That Jeff Bezos, Richard Branson, and Yusaka Maezawa are the billionaires that have traveled to space this year. Elon Musk has not gone himself, but his company, SpaceX, will launch 30 rockets into space by the end of this year. Good news in representation. Chiang is a spunky girl. She's super fun and silly. She loves rock and roll of all types and shreds the electric guitar. In TV, film and sports, representation is slowly but surely growing for many groups. Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders, Black people, Indigenous people, Latinx people, members of the LGBTQ community and women. Great strides are made from the NFL to the White House to Shang-Chi to Sesame Street. 
Thank you. Lucky you, it's what? What? What's the big idea? Trivia on the ten. There were supply chain issues all over the world in 2021, but it was big news when Canada had a shortage of what locally made product? Is it A. Canadian bacon, B. Swedish fish, or C. Maple syrup? Did you guess it? The answer is C. Maple syrup. The Canadian government had to bring some maple syrup out of its strategic reserve. What? In other words, the government had saved maple syrup over the years in case of a shortage. The reason for the lack of syrup in 2021 was a short, mild spring. Maple syrup is made from maple sap, which has to be harvested in weather conditions that are just right. Good thing the Canadian government was prepared. Otherwise, we'd have to find something else to put on our pancakes. Jelly? Maybe. Ah. Time's up. But before we go, here's a quick note for the grown-ups. If you can't take the heat, it may be time for some cool clothing. The only way to play it cool this summer is in brand new Tommy Johns. When you wear Tommy John, you're that much cooler, so you can do everything better. Thanks to breathable, lightweight fabric with four times the stretch of competing brands, with dozens of comfort innovations, Tommy John makes you look super hot while feeling super cool. From lounging at home to summertime fun, that's why Tommy John doesn't have customers; they have fanatics. With over 17 million pairs sold, people love Tommy John underwear and loungewear. I love wearing my Tommy John loungewear because it feels great after a long day. You should get Tommy John too. Plus, you're always covered with their best pair you'll ever wear, or it's free guarantee. So shop TommyJohn.com/tenews now for 20% off your first order. That's TommyJohn.com/tenews for 20% off your first order. TommyJohn.com/tenews. See site for details. Thanks for listening to the Ten News. Look out for new episodes on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and extras on Saturdays. The Ten News is a co-production of Small but Mighty Media and Next Chapter Podcasts, and is distributed by iHeartRadio. The Ten News creative team is making pancakes and includes Tracy Crooks, Tessa Flannery, Pete Musto, Adam Bernard, and Natalie Alonzo. Our production director is Jeremiah Tittle, and our executive producers are Donald Albright and show creator Tracy Leeds Kaplan. I'm Bethany Van Delft, and thanks for listening to the Ten News. And happy, happy, happy New Year, everyone! This podcast has been named a Common Sense Selection by Common Sense Media, recognized for its outstanding content for kids and families. 